This OPI podcast was recorded at an earlier date. Some material may be outdated and or mentioned under different circumstances. Consult your local health authorities for the latest on COVID-19. Back to you is up next, but first take a listen to this other fine OPI show. On this week's Minutia Mint Celebrity Interview, we talked to the lead singer and founder of Grand Funk Railroad, rock and roll icon Mark Farner. Listen to Minutia Mint Celebrity Interview on Spotify, opishows.com, or wherever you find podcasts. Just search for Radio Misfits. The following is a Tony Lozano podcast, an Opie show on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. And you have found Back to You with me, Howard Sudbury, and him, Steve Baskerville. They have found us, Steve. <laughs> yeah, but you know what happened as soon as you said, and now we're on, I dropped this little recording device. I heard you and dropped so, something. Is it still yeah, working? I hope so. I, I think so. Or either this is just another phone conversation between you and me. <laughs> That's of no interest to anybody else in the world. Anybody, anybody. Yes. Uh, no, it's working fine. <clears throat> I wish I could say the same about myself. I was just going to ask you that before you went right into it. Are you working fine? Some of you. Some of the, some of the time I'm working fine. And some of you is working fine, but not your whole Head to your toe, rooted to your tutor. <laughs> this sounds like the discussion with my doctor. When it I go does. In. It <laughs> yeah, does. Because yeah. he checks. Except he it. doesn't say, yeah, but he doesn't say rooted to your tutor. Would you want your doctor making jokes and having fun in there like that? Talking yeah. about your rooter to your tutor? Yeah, I do. I do. Because I don't want him serious because I know that if he's joking, that that everything's cool. Everything's cool until he starts looking. <laughs> Until he starts rooting, uh, your yeah, tutor. that's why. That, that's why I don't want Rooter to the tutor talk because <laughs> when he stops joking, when he stops joking, I'll think something awful has happened or right. has found something. Right. Well, my, my my doctor. You know what the worst feeling in the world is in a doctor's office visit for me is when you get in there and his initial discussion. I think all doctors and their patients start off talking about all sorts of things to, to raise the comfort level. But then you get that period of silence yes. <laughs> as, he's, as he's, as he's looking and feeling your body and looking up in the sky and frowning. Right. Well, at some and, point he's got to, he or she, they have to examine you and they, they do, even though they've been joking ahead of time, they've got to get serious about their work. Yeah. But, I, I don't want to see I read people's expressions always the wrong way and any frowning that goes on in a doctor's office. I immediately think that's, you know, uh oh, here we go. Yeah. Well, me too. It's, me it's too. over now because you're uh, you're like I am. You're uh, you're scared of doctors because you're scared of what they may find or what they may say. Right. And I think it's the white and, coat syndrome that a lot of people have. I mean, my doctor, not as so much now, but I used to be so bad that my doctor would have to have a conversation f with me for about ooh, maybe 25 minutes if he could afford the time so that my blood pressure would lower, lower to its normal state because I go in frightened. You know, as soon as I see the atmosphere of the office, my heart starts to beat faster and it and for me, like many others out there, they have that fear of the white coat. Yeah, me, me as well. I mean, my blood pressure, he knew 
going in. I mean, if it was anywhere near normal, he said, that's really good because he knew that I was going to be jumpy when I got to the doctors. But that, that, as you said, is the white coat syndrome. We're not, we're in the majority. What, the white coat syndrome people? Yeah, the white coat syndrome people. They, the doctors, they expect people's blood pressure to be higher and for their heart rate to be up because <laughs> you're not comfortable there. My doctor has two entrances to, to his office. And one of them says, white coat syndrome people. <laughs> and I usually cut into that, that part of the office. So. And we're all in there patting our feet, looking nervous as he comes Yeah. Well, while we're doctor talking, I, I mentioned, and maybe even on this podcast, that recently I had, a little, um, I had a little surgery done on my back. And it was yes. done under a local, but it was done in an operating room. So it was just like having surgery, except they didn't put me out. And now, I when had you say to, under a local, you make it sound like you went to a filling station or something and got it done. Uh, local well, anesthetic. Oh, I see. Okay. So they didn't put me naturally full-blown asleep. Uh, so anyway, I was aware of <laughs> like you Like you are now. <laughs> <laughs> no, like I will be by the time we get finished with yeah. this thing. Yes. Or like uh, our former colleague, Marquina Brown, says, said to you, oh, no, another story. <laughs> yeah. And I would say, I got plenty of them. Sit down. I got more where that one came from. Okay. No, but we interrupted this story. Go ahead. Yeah. But we've already forgotten what it was. No. Anyway. Uh, they yeah. they rolled me from the pre-op room and uh, first of all let me tell you what it is it was a it was a what's called a sebaceous cyst oh, on my back that he had to dig out because it was infected well here's the thing about this moment right now yeah too much information I, I don't want to hear sebaceous cyst talk but but go ahead go ahead but the reason no, that's I gonna throw it out is this going to make me feel better go ahead no but but, but I don't know what it's going to make you because you obviously look like you're feeling good I'm fine so think that, I'm fine yeah okay I'm fine okay. it was a procedure but uh, the reason I threw it out there what it was sure. because yeah. when you say you had surgery recently people might think oh God that was he's in bad shape yeah. you know but yeah. it was nothing um, so anyway. Um, when I went in there, I was a little nervous because I thought that it was going to hurt. And the only thing that I felt was the little pinch when they give you the shot for the local, that they when they numb the area up, just a little pinch. Just like if you go to the dentist and they give you a shot in your gum where they're going to drill. So it, it yeah. felt like nothing. But getting back to the white coat syndrome, they yes. had music playing in there. And when he begun... This procedure, and I couldn't even tell when he started, except there was some tugging. <laughs> but yeah. Al Green, they were playing music, and Al Green, Let's Stay yeah. Together came on there, which is yeah. one of my favorite songs. Did he? That's a great song. Yes. Well, I love he, Al Green, and it got me into a place to where I just relaxed and... And I really, did you hear? Did he play it all the way through for you? Oh, it was playing a bunch of great music, and he started making small talk with the guy that was assisting him, and there was a there was a nurse in there, and he said. But I mean, did they did they play the whole Al Green song for you? Oh yeah, yeah, it, because it, all the music was yeah. it was going from one song to another it was on a channel. I, I love the last uh, verse of that when Al goes. 
You're gonna have your cyst removed. <laughs> <laughs> that's not all we're gonna do. That's a that's while you're in this chair. That's that's one of the things that uh, that was one of the little known lyrics to that Let song. Let me see but your anyway, back stop singing while you're it. sitting there. We can't sing there. melodies, although you yeah, didn't I get think, it right. Right. If I if I can you sing the melody? No, if you, have you different can't. Lyrics? You can't say the lyrics. No, you can't sing the well, melody. Well, those weren't or his lyrics. lyrics. They're copyrighted. Those were my lyrics. They're copyrighted. But those were my the those lyrics. Were my lyrics. But you didn't get the melody right, so you're okay. But anyway, <laughs> I, I love I Al came Green. Close. So let yes. me get to the point of the story. He he said something like, um, I don't know that Al Green's label, um, he wasn't with Motown, but another song came on that was Motown, and he said. Whatever happened in Bowtown? He said, "I know it's it's now a um, it's a word for a style of music, but he said it was a label. Does the label still exist?" So he was making small talk as he was sure. doing this, and I liked all that because he was didn't... he humming was he humming or singing as he was operating? No, he wasn't, but he was enjoying okay. the music because okay, he talked good. about how much he enjoys and I enjoyed. I want him singing and humming along with Al. I wouldn't mind it, but he uh, how much he enjoyed. Motown, but wow. he didn't pause like in the middle of the Motown story and go, "Wow, hmm. huh? I, I wasn't expecting that. Huh? I've never seen anything that's, like that. That that's yeah. That's what I didn't want to hear. No, you wouldn't want to hear that. That's when you'd really want him to crank the music up. Yes, you'd want to hear something like turn the beat around." Yeah, but yeah, but something but, really lively. Yeah, here's the part yeah. of it though. When when <laughs> turn the doing... beat around, that was a hit about twenty years ago. I got to really catch up on my current music. <laughs> turn uh, the beat around. Hey, that could be a twenty-five year old song. Although I did something this weekend. It's older than that. I'm that. sure. I'm sure you didn't do. I almost watched the it in its entirety. I watched the MTV Music Awards. Did you? Yes. That's pretty hip. Because my daughter was over here. But yeah. remember one thing about being hip. Being hip today might become passe. <laughs> <laughs> or are you hip to be square? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Huey Lewis. More 25-year-old tw- more references. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But you know what, though? You can make references like that. I listen. I have found a channel or a station on the radio if you hop in your car sometime, and anybody that's in Chicago, although it's a it's a syndicated channel, it's Me TV FM eighty seven point yeah. seven, and they play some great older music from like the late sixties and early seventies, and not all the songs that you would generally hear, uh, some obscure ones, but they were hits. But anyway, um, I know I the digress. young people. <laughs> <laughs> this whole thing is digression. Yeah. Um, you know what I'm most curious people, about? Younger people listen to that music, though. Yeah. That's yeah, what I'm yeah. saying. You know, right. great like, music never dies. It just fades away. It just fades like we, darling. Yeah, like, like we old, did. Like old, like old soldiers. Like old you know TV where that people. Came from? That, was a general, <laughs> that was a General MacArthur line. Old soldiers never die. They just fade away. Yes. I think that's when he was resigning or, or was fired. And I, I believe it was Eisenhower that did it. Maybe yeah. I could be very wrong about that. I could be very wrong about that. Part yeah. Of well, you, and right now, you know what we're doing? It sounds like we're no, doing no, no, drunk no, no, history. No. <laughs> <laughs> I wish we were. Um, you know that. You know what Eisenhower actually said to MacArthur? No. What did he say? He said, uh, 
Well, this now that you bring that up, you're about to fade away. That's when he was firing him. Let me go Google that right now. I don't think that's quite accurate. <laughs> I don't think it is. Don't Google Can I, anything uh, I say. Let, all right, so there's something I wanted to bring up with you. That, yes, uh, please but, do. But you, you distracted me when you said when you hopped in your car. Do you actually hop in your car? That's a great... <laughs> when was the last time you hopped in your car? That's a great... Better thought is, when was the last time I hopped out? <laughs> not doing any... Not doing any hopping. Uh, over the weekend, over the weekend, uh, my wife and, and daughter and I were at, a, at the kitchen table, and my, and my wife said to me in conversation, oh, yeah, that's when you used to let your fingers do the walking. And when she said that, my daughter said, what? You're right. And, and I said, I said, you don't know what that means? And she said, no. I said, you've never heard that? She said, no, let your fingers do the walking. And I realized that, you know, that was a hugely, hugely popular slogan. Yes. Now, do you remember what that was the slogan for? Sure I do. Sure I do. Anybody, and I'll also say that the, the product that she probably wouldn't know what it was, but it was for Yellow Pages. Yes, people haven't had to use yellow pages in, what, 20 years now, 25? I'm going to say probably. 25 years, and okay. nobody has a phone book, obviously. But anyway, the, the thought of slogans and brands crossed my mind and because uh, I, I wanted to get a sense of the most popular slogans and brands. And uh, USA Today did this survey not long ago. It had about 3,000 people. And they were asking them if they could associate a slogan with the brand just to see how well the slogan worked. And this was, you know, pre-pandemic. Yeah. Uh, and, and maybe a year or two old. But this was a 3,000-person online survey of cross ages and genders. And it was just in reference to the, the strength of the slogan. Now, I thought that number one as the most memorable slogan would be Nike slogan. That's what I assumed. I mean, who mm -hmm. wouldn't? Yeah. Who wouldn't think that "Just Do It" would be uh, would be beaten out by any other slogan? I would think most people all over the world would would know that slogan and associate it with Nike more than any other slogan in its brand. Yeah. But on this list of twenty five, "Just Do It" actually comes in tied for third. It does. There are there are other slogans more memorable in people's minds where they can identify the slogan and the, and the brand. And the first one made news this past week because the company behind it said, we are temporarily dropping that slogan for the first time in 64 years because of the pandemic, because there's so much, uh, because of the atmosphere in the country now, and, and uh, guidelines, it's not in, in anybody's best interest to hear the slogan repeated. What do you think the number one slogan and, and brand identification is? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get it right, and I was going to get it right even before you talked about them being in the news. Yes. And it would be Kentucky Fried Chicken Finger Licking Good. Yes, more people can associate that with its brand than just do it, for instance. And the reason why Kentucky Fried Chicken, again, has paused it, and these are their words. They say, we find ourselves in a unique situation where having an iconic slogan that doesn't quite fit 
in the current environment. The menu isn't changing, and the company said the slogan will return when the time is right. Uh-huh. Because most experts in the guidelines are telling people not to touch their eyes and their mouth. Right, exactly. And so you, you can't uh, continue to have a slogan where it's all about touching your face like that. Yeah. So I just thought yeah. that was a... That, but that's a, that's a pretty uh, interesting decision with the slogan that worked so well for so many years to decide to pause that. And who knows when that will return? Maybe next year? Who knows when normal arrives again? But anyway, that's the number one slogan. I was shocked to see what the number two slogan was. And I think, you, I think you'll get this if I, if I give you the line that leads up to the brand name. You ready? Yeah, give me a hard hint first, not, not an obvious one. Well, no, can. I don't think you – a hint? Well, it has to do with, with – um, see, if I give you a hint uh, – That it will give it, has, it away. It has to do with something you wear. I'll put it that way. Anyway. Huh. Okay, you ready? Um, but you'll get it as soon as you hear the line. But I was just surprised that it was number two. Something Every, you wear. Here it goes. Here it is. Every kiss begins with – K. Yes. K Jewelers, 87.4% of those people got made that connection. Really? Yes. Ahead of Just Do It, which had 82.3% of the folks making the con- See, I, connection. See, I wouldn't even think, even though, I wouldn't even think that their their brand is as well-known as, as in the same class with Nike and with Kentucky Fried Chicken, well enough that that they people would know the slogan, although well, they advertise I, a know, lot. I think what I think what's happening is that just do it in our world because we are such sports fans. That's where we hear it so much. These K jewelers, I mean, those ads are everywhere all the time. They are no matter no matter what your interest is. They're especially around holiday seasons. You're hammered with that. Yeah, you know, music jingles and slogans, it, it's incredible how the the right minds at advertising agencies come up with this stuff that becomes so iconic and sticks with them. I mean, you know who one of the most prolific writers? Uh, I, I'm watching Steve. Steve's on FaceTime. He's making an unbelievable face. Like, yeah, because you're not going to let me finish what I'm starting. Oh, I, I thought. Because now, <laughs> Johnny Sidetrack, you're gone. I still want to... <laughs> I'm still impressed by some of these slogans and how I think you won't get them. Okay. The one that's the one that's tied with just do it is one that I I wouldn't associate the slogan with the brand. You've heard the slogan, but I don't think you can tell me the company it's associated with. You ready? Don't underestimate me. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> now here's the here's the slogan. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Oh, that's an obvious one. What is it? Geico. <laughs> I didn't know that. Didn't you? I know. Oh, yeah. I'm not. How thoroughly are you listening to Geico ads? Where, where you, I guess a lot of people are. Oh, they. But that just it, seems, that seems like a convoluted line. Well, insurance companies. could save you 15% or more. Insurance companies, they advertise so much. I mean, you think of the insurance companies, the commercials that you see. You've got Flo that has, is she on Progressive, the character? Yes. 
flow, and then you've got uh, the 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 actor on the farmers insurance commercials and all that. So I mean, they're all over the place. But Geico, they have the best commercials. They're so clever that the only time that they mention insurance is at the end, is their tagline. Well, look, let's look at number seven on this list. I'm going to read this slogan. I don't think you'll name the brand. You ready? Yeah. Taste, well, you said taste. that. You said that about the last one. Thanks for talking over it as I'm starting. You ready? <laughs> Here's the slogan: Taste the rainbow. Oh. <laughs> Taste. 75% of the folks got this. Taste. Taste the rainbow, and they could say, "Oh yeah, that's blank." Taste the rainbow. Yeah. Your time is up. You want me to, and this was ahead of melts in your mouth, not in your hands. You know really? What that is? Yeah, M and M's. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this one was uh, ranked higher than that in terms of recognition. Taste the rainbow. Uh, Skittles. Very good. How in the world did you get that? Oh, I am a wealth of knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't be so proud to know that that I know taste the rainbow means Skittles. That's that's impressive. Here's one I know you know, and this was number sixteen. It gives you wings. It gives you wings. Yeah, and I've heard this one repeatedly. It gives you wings. It gives you wings. That and that slogan is not that. It's pretty famous popular. or or, or yeah. iconic. A lot of folks got a lot of folks got um, it because you've heard it over and over again. It gives you wings. Actually, this is a product I've never tried. And when I say that, people go, what? You never had one of these? I'm sure you've had it. Is I it just have for, never had one. Is it for wings? No, it's something you drink. And I've just never had this. Oh, it uh, gives you wings. Well, I drink a lot of things that give you wings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're flying right now, as a yeah, matter of fact. Yeah. I am. Um, it gives you wings. Let me tell you what it is, because um, this is... Is it a vodka? No, it's not any kind of liquor. It's not liquor. It gives you wings. Um, go ahead. I don't, I don't know. I can't get it's this one. It's Red Bull. Red Bull. Oh. Red Bull gives you wings. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I've never, Do you like Red <laughs> Bull? Never had, I just said that. I never had it. Oh, yeah, you did say remember that. Way, remember oh. way back when when I said that? I have a terrible problem with not listening, uh, don't I? But that's an interesting, uh, you know, that's a, an interesting slogan that ranks so high in people's minds. Have you had except, any? Except for yours. <laughs> <laughs> have you had any uh, energy drink? You haven't had Red Bull. Have you had no, Monster you know, I, 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 no, or any never. of them? I've never had any energy drink. I'm always so uh, uh, energetic that I'm, I'm looking for things to relax me. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. I don't need. I, I used to drink uh coffee at 9 30 as i would get ready for a 10 o'clock newscast it uh -huh. would keep me up for hours but during the course of the day i would have a couple cups of coffee and i was never looking for an energy drink as opposed to that well see i like i like red bull and i like uh, monster and it's not so much because of the uh, the effect and the caffeine jolt because i don't know that i felt it but i like the taste of them can I give you one more and that's it? Yes, you may. Uh, I like uh, this. Uh, what brand goes along with this uh, slogan? At the corner of happy and healthy. Walgreens. Very good. 
I would oh, not geez. have gotten that either. Boy, you're. What do you do? Do you sit down with the uh, just the TV on? Do you, you know what you do? I think you pause the show. You you speed through the show so you can get to the commercial. <laughs> <laughs> hey, because I'm impressed. I don't know how you uh, have gotten the ones you've gotten. Well, that that I mean, you talk about commercials though, speeding through the shows to get to the. You know, that's over the years has been the most popular part of the Super Bowl, is that people. People wanted to see the commercials that they spent millions on. But at the corner of Happy and Healthy, I knew that because <laughs> I recognized... I've heard it. I've heard it, but I would have never associated it with it. And you would recognize, if you listen to it, recognize the voice that that reads that line. But it doesn't tell me the name of the... I mean, the, the, for some reason, the brand hasn't stuck in my head. It doesn't. This is a different part of the story. Uh, Go ahead. Yeah. Johnny Interruption. Yes. <laughs> uh, that's my thing is johnny, johnny i'm gonna start calling you johnny sebaceous <laughs> johnny cyst is better okay. all right johnny cyst hey that's an old that's rock a, and roll disc jockey that's a name. cool that's a cool name 818 uh, on wls let, the big 89 me, with johnny cyst let me uh, give uh, you one more here. Okay, I'm, I'm can I, I know you won't you won't get this one. But wait, this wait, wait! Like, can I finish? Uh, who did the voiceover for at the no. corner of Healthy and Happy, or Happy and Healthy? Uh, which is it? I'm not going to be able to come up with the guy. Yeah, I am. I his name is John Corbett. You remember him? I thought, yeah, I thought it was Johnny Corbett. How would I know who John Corbett is? Who is that? You know who John Corbett is? No, I don't know who John Corbett is. John Corbett is. Uh, he played. He's a. He's been in a lot of things. He's an actor, and he was in my big fat Greek wedding and played the husband, the fiance, and then the husband. Did you see that movie? Yeah, but I don't remember. He played the uncle's brother. No, he played. The, uh, he had, was married to the aunt. No, no he I don't know one who of the that star is. roles. Do you John remember? Corbett. It was Mia, whatever her name was. Mia something or other uh, was the star. You know what I love about these podcasts? They're so accurate in detail. <laughs> yes. Yeah. If we had Tony Lasano with us and we weren't at home, see, he'd be sliding notes to us to say who the people well, were. He he would be so tired of sliding notes because this whole thing demands notes be uh, <laughs> passed along to, <laughs> for names and references and truth. He would have gone through an entire legal pad in just this first 15 minutes. John Corbett. Anyway, don't you remember the wedding, the the, the movie? Vaguely. I, it wasn't way up there on my list of top 10 movies. Do you remember the show Northern Exposure? Yeah, but he, I wasn't. He was in that. Anyway. And, and he is the significant other or the partner of Bo Derek. Are you impressed I, with that information? How many, people, how many people listening now are going to say, who's Bo Derek? The same people that are scratching their heads about, let your fingers do the walking. (laughs) (laughs) One more, one more. Yeah, I love this. Keep going. The snack that smiles back. The snack that smiles back. Hmm. I would never have gotten this. Uh, One of the top 25. The snack that smiles back. Little Debbie. What? <laughs> little what are you Debbie. About? What is that? Haven't you ever heard of Little Debbie? Isn't no. that those little chocolate cakes? 
No. What little chocolate cakes? The Called little, little Debbie? Debbie. Little Debbie. Never. That never heard of it before. Hang this on, moment. I got to look now. Make sure that I'm not <laughs> inaccurate. Debbie. Could I be? God. Oh, I wouldn't worry now be about being inaccurate. <laughs> <laughs> now he now he wants to know if he's been <laughs> inaccurate. Okay, hang on. No, let me tell you the. You the keep snack talking that and let is. me. I hate when you do this. Don't. I mean, you wander off and like it's. No, you can my responsibility keep, to keep the dead air. You can uh, keep from being so dead. You can keep. Uh, I can look at things. I can look at things without disappearing. You disappear to go find useless information and then come back with it. Okay, go ahead. The snack that smiles what? back, goldfish. Oh, okay. I love goldfish. I would have never gotten it. I rarely have had goldfish. Really? Oh yeah. my gosh! Rarely. Uh, little Debbie. Um, celebrating, let's see, since 1960, Little mm. Debbie. And they make all kinds of little snack cakes. They don't make Twinkies, but Twinkie-like little things. I've never heard of, never heard of Little Debbie until this moment. Wow. That's, Where would you find Little Debbie? You would find it at any any grocery store. You would find that's it amazing. at, at uh 7-Eleven, any convenience store? Uh, I've, I've been in any grocery store, in any convenience store, and 7-Eleven. I've never seen Little Debbie. That doesn't mean it's not famous or well-known. But I'm questioning the availability of it. Oh, it's all over the place. My gosh. Uh, I've been all over the place. Open your eyes. You've been all over the place in these first in this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's the most accurate thing you've said. You come uh, up with you come up with all these great uh, in your show your so called show preparation. No, no but that's so many interesting things. I'm an interesting guy. This was uh, <laughs> there's another slogan. <laughs> you, the world's I'm an most, interesting guy. The world's most interesting man. Is that the drink? That's that beer, right? It's the Joseki. Uh, Joseki. Is that what that man. is? Yeah. Joseki. You know, I've never had a Joseki. Oh, is that beer? You? That's yeah. a beer. Oh, right? yeah. 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 You would no, love it. Because you like. That, that slogan was strong, but it never made me uh, buy one. Well, you like Corona. A lot of, a lot of beer. these things. Don't you like Corona? Yeah, but that's interesting that that slogan was so well known and made people smile so much, but it still didn't get me to try the brand. Right. What's interesting is is that they they changed the longtime Dos Equis man to somebody a little younger. Yeah. And they got a lot of pushback. But I didn't try it even before the pushback. Okay. Uh, you have this. You'll get this one right away. We have the meats. We have the meats. Yes. Arby's. Yes. Yeah, we have a, the meats. That's a good one, but that was thirteen on this list. But that's, that's one that's far down. that's out there now. I I don't think that that's yeah. been around, and they pound it. They advertise but, so much. Yeah, I think a lot of these slogans aren't necessarily on radio or TV, but in print as well. I think, um, like for instance, KFC had to get rid of a lot of uh, their print of finger licking good. As because, well as the radio or, or TV spots. Because of the, because they had oh. an image of somebody licking their fingers? Or, I don't know, I think the words were probably stated, uh, you know, on a... Yeah, well, I don't really think, uh, I mean, something. they know more than I, obviously, about how to handle their brand, but because you eat chicken generally with your fingers, 
I don't think that that, you know, even in a pandemic, if you're eating fried chicken at home or whatever, you're going to eat it with your fingers. Yeah, but I think I get I, I think I get it's there. important to have imaging correct. Uh, you notice now that there are more and more ads on TV where the characters in the ad have a mask on. I think that's important. I think to have an image of someone licking the finger would work against the messenger in general that you're trying, you know, universally yeah. that you're trying to get yeah. out there. Yeah, I agree um, with that. So it's a, it's a good idea. But right, now, uh, what I started to say earlier, are uh, do you have any more of them? Yeah, but uh, this one should be easy, although you may mix the brand with something else, confuse it, when it absolutely positively has to be there overnight. Um, well, uh, what you said before that, uh, might've mixed me up a little bit, but I would think that it's FedEx. Yeah, it is FedEx, but it made you think for a second. Well, it? it made me think because what you said, you said you might confuse it with another brand. I didn't think you, you thought you would think maybe it was, um, I don't know, UPS or something. Have you or ever the, seen? Or, or, the, or the postal service now wants you to think that they can get things to you pretty quickly. Yeah. Well, they used to be able to. <laughs> they used to until this very year. Until they that, especially going to, they're not going to get anything to you pretty quick between now and November. No, can, they're not. Not with that man, Louie, whatever his name yeah. is, that runs it. You can um, bet your bottom dollar on that. Have you ever seen the the FedEx logo? Have you ever seen any images of logos that uh, have a hidden logo or uh, message within the logo? Like what? Is that what the FedEx? FedEx, FedEx, if you look at it carefully, in the X between the between the Fed and the X, or embedded in it, is an arrow going from left to right. Yes. It's hidden in there. And well, I never noticed that. I, well, when I looked up uh, FedEx, as soon as you're done with this podcast, look up a logo. What are the odds of you looking this logo up? Very slim. After the what are the odds of you remembering to do it? Is I'll your, remember to do it, but I'll choose not to. Is your interest now, peaked? Oh, you know what? We're on FaceTime. I could I could get it on my computer right now and show it to you. Would you like to see I, that? I'm not. I'm <laughs> I'm mild, mildly interested in it. Tell me which of these two you have done most recently. You ready? Yeah. Which of these two have you done most recently? What have I not been ready? Ready? You listening? Yes. Pick one. Hopped in your car or bet your bottom dollar? <laughs> <laughs> I have. Does bet your bottom dollar mean your last dollar? I hope so, because it could be other images in your head of what it might mean. Well, it means it probably, just sounds like it sounds like a risque saying of some kind. But I think what so. it means is probably bet the, your bottom dollar. Your yeah, bottom last, dollar. The last dollar you the got bottom, in your The one that's at the bottom of your pocket, that's your last yes. one. Well, yes. I don't know that I've ever bet my bottom dollar, but I have made wagers before because I like, I like horse racing. So I would say that I have hopped in and out of my car on my way in to bet my bottom dollar. <laughs> <laughs> that's called the Daily Double. Wow, that's pretty good. I like that. That's pretty here's good. A, well, that's why you listen here, to this show. One more, and this is it. I've said this for about eight times now. One more. One more. This slogan has the shortest amount of words of all of the slogans. There are only two words, 
And I bet you it works because you'll identify the brand with the with the two words. You ready for the two words? Sure. Eat fresh. Subway. Very good. Man, somebody got paid a couple hundred grand with his feet up on the desk uh, with a pencil behind his ear. And he said, I got it. I got it. Yeah. Yeah. It said, let's go with eat fresh. Well, and you know and what? the whole room jumped up and they said, Hank is the smartest guy we've ever met. That's the one. What, what a slogan. Eat fresh. How did you come up with that? Yes. Well, you know what really makes makes it effective as much as the as as the slogan is the amount of money that they pour into the advertising. If you see it long enough, it's going to register in your mind. That's where the name recognition comes from. I have a very short story, but I'm known for my little stories, right? Yeah, you are. I always try to associate. Please. I I once had a, 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 one of the best classes I ever had in college was one on advertising. I thought in creative writing. And I always thought that I, at one point, not always, but at one point I thought maybe I'd be a creative writer and work for an ad agency because I was a a child of television and I just uh, thought it'd be cool. Anyway, the professor of that class is a guy named Howard Rice, and I learned so much from Howard Rice. Uh, he was a partner in Kalish and Rice Advertising Agency, and he was a great guy. He would um, uh, he would do fun things like uh, I, I think the very first time we got together as a class, he he had us all one by one give him uh, our favorite word, whatever it was. Or give me your favorite word. Yeah. So he was just really into words and, uh, and you know, jingle writing and the significance of brands and slogans. He was most famous for the ad that he wrote for Terminix. <laughs> Terminix. Sure. Uh, yeah. Termites. And, it was so, and, and his ad was termites called Terminix. <laughs> World, termites called Terminix, world's largest in termite control. And then it would be termites called Terminix. And we thought that that was the, the dullest, most simple, uh, you know, most uh, non-academic. Uh, it didn't require you to be a wordsmith to come up with something like yeah. termites called Terminix. But he said, look. Got to know your audience, and you got to know what the need is for whatever the product is. If I'm at home and I discover I got termites, I want to know right away who to call. Yeah, and uh-huh. I want I want that to come easily to the top of my head who to call. And there were other insect companies out there that had uh, uh, the same kind of termite control as part of their procedure. But termites and terminix became such an association that they just dwarfed the other businesses. Because if it came down to termites, people had heard that slogan over and over and over again. So that's why something like, uh, you know, sometimes the most uh, Basic. basic lines like eat fresh really work. Basic and to the point because, yeah. like with with Terminex, uh, if you're at home and you, you're right and you, you discover you have termites, you're in a little bit of a panic and you're not you going to let your fingers to, do the walking. You're not, <laughs> no, not around. You want to know right away who got to call? Who got to yeah. call? Look at that! Look at that! And you don't want to hear some fancy rhymy song, a jingle, 
that's singing about the termite. No, ter- you don't want it to get company. lost. You don't want the brand to get lost in 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 something too. Termites. Clever. Although call Terminex. Although, as clever as these flow ads are, you mentioned flow. Yeah. It didn't come to my mind right away that flow was part of progressive. Right. Although, because, I mean, I think the flow character can be funny, and I think some of those ads can be uh, clever. Just like the other, uh, there's another spot that uh, is repeated over and over with a well-known actor in it. And um, I uh, I can't remember what the insurance company was. That's a... Some of these insurance ads can be very clear. I think the one that revolves around um, the uh, who's a basketball player for the Oklahoma City Thunder, their guard, Chris oh, Paul. Yeah. Chris Paul. Yeah. The ads that have Chris Paul and they have somebody trying to be Chris Paul. You know, the guy yeah. from yeah. from uh, <laughs> from the, the comedy show from back in the day with right. Will Smith. Yeah. Are those I can't even think of his name. No, is that Geico? I know it's an insurance company. I don't know. I know it's I one of them. It was I love the ads. Yeah. Well, that's the that's the beauty of the Geico spot. It's like I said because they have a commercial that's really funny and really clever that you love, and the only time they mention insurance is in their tagline. So they're yes. highly effective. But you know, getting back to the Super Bowl with the the super with the Super Bowl commercials, oftentimes being the star or the reason that that people stay glued to their TV, there are a lot of a lot of spots that run on there that are tremendous. They're really clever. They're really creative. And the advertising agency that came up with it, oh, they did a wonderful Wait, job. Hold on, except hold on, hold on, you know what? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah. Hold on, hold Tony, on. To, Tony Lasano just passed me a note, and it says Chris Paul is in the State Farm commercial. Oh, yeah, yeah. There we go. Yeah, thanks, Tony. That's thank you, Tony. That's one of my. You didn't know I have a whole production crew here in my no, basement. No, I didn't. I didn't. You're I'm probably alone. working. You're probably working solo, aren't you? I'm alone in a room here in my I have, little. I have a whole staff with me. My here. little office. Um, Anyway, the Super Bowl thing, it was along those lines. Great commercial, really creative. The advertising agency earns all kinds of uh, advertising awards because of it. And yet, when I think about that spot the next day, I can't remember what the product was. So in all in. in, And that's bad advertising. That's bad advertising. It's terrible. It's terrible. Um we're you know the number about- one thing? You know the number one thing? I don't care who you are. I don't care what age you are. I don't care what your social status or anything is. We're all asking the one question that you better answer in any presentation that you put in front of us, and especially in a commercial. And you know what that question you're always answering, asking, and it better be answered somewhere within the body of all your cleverness. You know what the question is we're always asking? Yes. We're always asking. What is it? You mean if you're putting the spot together, the, the question <laughs> no. that has to be answered? You and, you and I looking at TV or listening to the radio and a commercial comes on. Yeah. We are, as consumers, we're asking a question. And somewhere along that line, that, that commercial better ask answer that question. Yes. Yeah. What's the question? What's the question we're asking? Yeah. Why should, I, buy, the, why should I buy it? Uh, I guess that's close, but that's not the question. 
Why do I need it? Why should I buy it? That's yeah, very close. But the question is, what's in it for me? Okay. Yeah, yeah same thing. I like my phrasing better. What's in it for me? Well, it sounds, yeah, it's a little more polished. <laughs> but but mine was uh, oh, a little... Oh, well, well, hey, hey, you know what time it is? Yeah, it is time to take a break. <laughs> it certainly is. It yeah, almost got clock, away from you, didn't it? The clock on the wall says it's time that's, to take a break. So you know what? Yes. We will be right back. Come meet your new friends, Tommy. Kimmy. Sam. Right here with Ant Friends. On this week's episode of Ant Friends, I bring back Florida Man. That's right. He's back. Along with the UK season of horny spiders. And I teach everyone what a cloaca is. It's going to be all that and more on Ant Friends. Listen to Ant Friends on Spotify, opashows.com, or wherever you find podcasts. Just search for Radio Misfits. On this week's Minutia Men with Rick and Dave. Trading your driver's license for noodles. Blessing nuclear weapons. Hey, Veronica, turn off your camera. <laughs> My brush with the 90s. A political figure. And a snippet from an interview from a rock legend. All that in unlimited tangents on Minutia Men. Listen to Minutia Men on Spotify, opishows.com, or wherever you find podcasts. Just search for Radio Misfits. We are back. This is Back to You with Howard Sudbury and Steve Baskerville. People are saying, <laughs> people are saying, oh, oh, do you have to be? <laughs> <laughs> or back from what? Or back to what? You know, actually, in all transparency, that's a word that people uh, didn't use the way it's used so often on TV now. Uh, to be totally transparent. Right, uh, yeah. We didn't we didn't see that 10 years ago. But uh, to be transparent, we don't go anywhere. We are back. We well, are back. Or you are back? Uh, is it which is more truthful? You are back. We are back. Well, I don't know because nobody. I ain't was going gone. anywhere. Nobody was gone, right? Yeah, yeah. But well, okay. it gets back to our uh, the name of the show, which is a is a commonly used refrain in television. When you finish your your report or your live shot, you say, "Back to we you." We are back. No, <laughs> no, you say back we to are you. Back. And yeah. the the reason people say that, I think we've explained before, is because you don't always know in these days of musical chairs who the anchors are back in the studio. So the easy thing to say is, all right, that's it from the scene here in the Chicago Loop. We'll send it back to you. They don't put people's names up across their chests as you're watching them on uh, TV shows as much as they used to. I have a cable network uh, newscast on in front of me with the sound down, although I probably the sound up might be better than what we've just got gotten through here. <laughs> uh, but I'm looking at these three folks. They're all talking heads, talking to each other, and nobody's got a name up, and I don't know who any of them are. That's important think, that yeah, they put the name, the name up. They should, yeah. and, and you're talking about with the sound down, so many people, that's why graphics – why television is so graphics heavy now because people um, are watching television so often with the sound down and you know because in the days when we went to restaurants or bars uh, obviously there is no sound so you're just looking at monitors or the opposite is happening there, there are so many people that are listening to the tv as they're doing other things true about the house and the tv is in another room but they still have the tv on that's why those commercial taglines are really important when they come on. 
Yeah. Finger licking good. Um, hey, do you, we're on FaceTime right now. So what's your, what's your rule or feeling if, if, a, if, if an acquaintance calls, you don't necessarily ever want to take the call, but say somebody, somebody knows you fairly well and it comes up on your phone, whatever that sound it makes, and it's FaceTime. Are you inclined to not answer it, to answer it, to, to begrudgingly answer it? Uh, more likely to not answer it and then call them back on a regular phone. Yeah. Telling, yeah. telling them that I don't want to be FaceTime. Yeah. Why don't you want to FaceTime? Because I don't want to dress up to be on the phone. You're always dressed up. Not well, you're not, not always uh, as well kept as I want to be. Oh, you're always, uh, as you've explained on this show many times, you get up in the morning like you've got somewhere to go. And you That's always right. look I gotta, presentable. I got to get down to the living room. <laughs> <laughs> Goodness knows what's waiting for me down there. Didn't you, say, <laughs> so, didn't you say you got all gussied up one time and uh, went downstairs and your wife said, uh, hey, where are you going? <laughs> she says that many times. <laughs> or she knows she says, no, hey, why don't that. you go? I'm not in a suit and tie coming downstairs to go to the living room. No, but you, you, have, like on, that. you have on like a nice, um, you know, I short have sleeve, a shirt on. button up yeah. shirt. And uh, well, yeah. what do I have on? Well, why don't you put a shirt on? You're sitting there bare chested. <laughs> And I assume you have shorts on. I don't know what you got going on I wouldn't make that assumption because you can only see me from the waist up. I don't know what you got cooking over there. <laughs> <laughs> With your last bottom dollar. I've got a t-shirt <laughs> on that before yeah. we started this thing, you said, huh, that t-shirt... It looks like it looks kind of sloppy because it looks like it's a size too big. I didn't say you clean that up well. That's not what I said. Yeah, tell me but you exactly don't have to tell what you said. Why. No, you Please. brought it up. No, no, I just said that that T-shirt. There's an interesting thing about the way you look. I'm talking about you generally, everybody. If you're wearing something that's too big, it looks like you just got a go to hell shirt on. <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't think about size and, and, and it looks like and it just just says uh the hell with it is what that look tends to say but if it's too short or too small for you i think an item that's too small looks like well i i had one time cared about this and got it to fit but i've outgrown it <laughs> i got <laughs> i got meatier but you yeah. went out and consciously bought a go to hell shirt too big <laughs> well first of all you're assuming uh, i'm kind of i'm sitting back you're assuming this t-shirt doesn't fit properly well, and it does um, have you looked at it do you look at yourself in the mirror pretty frequently no do you think oh really can you go a whole day without looking in the mirror no because i usually unless i just slap a ball cap on like i have now i usually kind of comb my hair would that be a, or a brush challenge? My hair. Would that be a real challenge to you to not look in the mirror? How how many days do you think you could go without just out of curiosity's sake looking in a mirror of some kind? Well, probably not a lot because I do, you know, like run a brush through my hair and I have to look in a mirror for that. And I'm 
I'm out of sh- I am shaving these days. So, you know, we went through out of boredom at the beginning of the pandemic, you know, where you just quit shaving. I know you had a beard going. I did too. And I finally knocked it off. I like looking at myself. I can look at, I'm looking at myself right now in this FaceTime thing. Yeah. yeah. Like I that. look at my I look at myself maybe I don't know a dozen times a day. That's a funny so thing. It, is it would really the, be a challenge. On the FaceTime, see, I'm looking at you. You look at yourself. <laughs> I'm looking at me. You know why? Because you like well, me some me. I love me some me. Yeah. <laughs> Who said that? I think that was uh, Quaker Oats. I don't know. That's not any famous brand slogan. No, it was a quote. It was what a famous I quote. Was, I love me some uh, me. T.O. T.O. Terrell Owens said that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, here's another he one. Had just, he had just scored a touchdown and he was on the, on the sideline and the camera panned over to him and he looked at the camera and said, I love me some me. Yeah. That was very funny. I love it when they mic the guys up on the, on the sidelines and you get the, you get the real deal. The um, right guys. We had to mic the right guys. Well, you do, but you only yeah, see the right, some. they only use the right guys. Yes. They only mic but, up the right guys. Uh, yeah, the guys that will uh, not be intimidated uh, by the fact that they have a mic on, so they they don't act, you know, like they they want to act like themselves. You yes. want them to be. You want it to be real. It's it's true reality TV. Um, what was I gonna? You know, what was I gonna what, bring you, up? You know Go what, what? What part? Uh, at what point we've just reached? Uh, what? It's the point. It's the point on the phone that we get too many times when I'm talking to you. What's crossing my mind now is how do I get Howard off the phone? <laughs> how do I get out of this? How do I get out of this? Hey, Steve. Hey, Howard. If you like Back to You, and I know you do, you love it, then be sure to check out some other programs on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network like Minutia Men Celebrity Interview. Rip, Rick Kempfer and David Stern often delve into lesser-known details of well-known celebrities. Or examinations into celebrities that aren't as well-known. Listen to Minutia Men's Celebrity Interview on... Hang on, I've scrolled out, although I know this by heart. I wish I, I, wish I was as versatile as the Minutia Men. By Spotify, on you know, Spotify, Opie Shows, or wherever you find podcasts, just search yeah. for Radio Misfits. Well, I tell you what about the... I said that in all sincerity because well, they are, you know, they have interesting backgrounds. They're did really good. Did you ever good. get them a book? Did you get a book excerpt over to those guys? I all? did. I did. You did? Yeah, you I did. did. Oh, yeah. did you really? I sent them one. Yeah. Wow, that's another because I sent, topic for another day. Well, I, I, I started writing down some, you know, I said so just... You know, sitting down at the keyboard, banging some stuff out. I sent it to you too, and I never heard back. And you know what? That's a bad sign. I never got it. Huh? I'm serious. I never got it. I sent you about four chapters. <laughs> I never and I got said, it. What you, do you think? You sent it to somebody else with their feet up on a coffee table reading it, and I didn't get it. <laughs> they got it for I, free now. See, well, when it. I sent it to you, then I whoever didn't... got that is changing all the names in it and making it <laughs> their book. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> when you when you read it, it'll sound so familiar when it's on the New York Times bestseller seller list. Here, or, uh, here's the problem. Weeks. Here's the problem, 
Uh, I didn't. No, you know what the you, problem? You know what the real problem is? You can't wait fifty-five minutes into our conversation and, and now uh, kick your feet back like we're going to talk another hour. People have things to do. They don't want to hear any more from us today. I can't. Uh, They're saying, please save some conversation for later. I can't. Uh, uh, let me get back to this book thing. So, because I didn't hear anything from you. Yes. I made the same assumption that you would make if it was the other way around. And that would be, I didn't want to ask you, hey, did you get it? What did you think of it? Because because I didn't hear anything, I, I assumed it was it. bad. I never got it. I'm serious. You better think about where you sent that. Because huh. I never got it. Does that mean now real. That, that, that you want me to go ahead and send it to you? No. No, I'm just <laughs> glad I don't have it. <laughs> no, but I think you better question where it wound up hey steve i got some uh, breaking news for us did you know that our podcast back to you is going to be available very soon if not now on the amazon music podcasts or uh, what's called amazon's audible so we're it's another place where they can find this podcast along yes. with spotify opi shows uh radio yeah. misfits so how about that yeah, I think uh, people are very uh, used to now uh, the whole Audible world on Amazon. Yeah, I have, so I have a, a couple books on uh, Audible. That's a that's a great outlet. I think uh, it's a great uh, source of uh, distribution for this. I don't know. I hope I'm not feeling the way that most people are right now listening, but I'm looking at the clock on the wall again. Oh, and I it, am, and it's telling me that this should be over. I am in the process of wrapping it up, but as we do wrap up, and I forgot Good the Lord, last post- How many hours does it take for you to wrap it up? The last podcast we did, I feel badly because oh. I didn't mention, I didn't do our special thanks. I just rushed it. Um, but we want to thank our executive producer, Tony Lasano at opishows.com. Opi is hippo backwards, O-P-P-I-H shows.com. And we are distributed by Ed Silla. With Radio Misfits, great talk radio, and this certainly fits into that that category. Great talk radio isn't dead. It just moved to a better place, radiomisfits.com. And we've come to the end of the road. You can bet your bottom dollar on that. You know who said that, That's the, that I associate that with Don Cornelius. used to say that. Really? One soul train. No, he's, he, he, no, he said, and you can bet your last money. That's oh, okay. Yeah. I like, you can bet your bottom dollar. Somebody said that's a famous quote if you go back in time. We'll Man, do some I'm, research. I'm looking at myself in the FaceTime. I'm start, I got to stop eating after sunset. <laughs> <laughs> you Wow. That's because you got your face so close to that phone <laughs> yeah, that it I can't help but fill the entire thing All you up. see is all, you know, I have my whole head to it. You can see like half your body in the background. I'm so close that you can only see yes. me. All I can see are your <laughs> All you your can see is cheeks, just my face. Cheeks, chin, and glasses. <laughs> I think I, and I, if we had a... If we it's, had a body language expert on, it, there's a there's something going on. You know, I'm leaning in. It's with just my face, but yeah. I wonder why I feel the need to talk this way. You obviously have a different need. Yeah, You're I'm sitting back. I'm leaning back in a, in yeah. a relaxed. You're leaning mode. back, and I'm leaning forward. Yes. What does that what, mean? 
I have no idea. I'd, I think I'd like that, to know. I wonder if that means that you are more into what we're doing and you're you're focusing greater. I doubt than, that than seriously. Being. I doubt that. <laughs> you don't think that's possible? <laughs> I don't think so. Well, I, I um, am such a. I have gotten so out of the work mode. It's a shame. Well, I am it's not really, a shame. I'm I'm all for total relaxation, and these are difficult times to try to be totally relaxed they are well i'm always searching for that i found this to be very relaxing i hope folks have as well who are listening because we've just at least to my count topped the one hour mark (laughs) well we've thanked everybody we need to thank so and uh the most difficult thing is saying goodbye for you i can easily say it goodbye (laughs) goodbye thanks for listening we'll talk to you next time that's it goodbye Wow. See you. Until the next time. No, I don't want to stop. Until this, next time. This game is over. Over. This OFI podcast was recorded at an earlier date. Some material may be outdated and or mentioned under different circumstances. Consult your local health authorities for the latest on COVID-19. The proceeding was a presentation of OPI Productions. Find our other great shows wherever you find podcasts, including opishows.com. Thank you. This has been a presentation of Old Pie Productions. Tony, can you shut up? Coming up on the next episode of the Car Guys Report, Informed Automotive, we talk about crazy cool Mopar colors from the past, plus some great songs about cars. I'm Mark Vernon. Join me and Luke Hostable for these stories and more on the Car Guys Report, a Tony Lasano podcast, and Old Pie Production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. If you missed Losano or Losano and friends, here's what you missed. I'm Rokan. Do you like to talk about (laughs) politics? I actually don't. Politics, the problem is I have no problem discussing politics. I just don't like discussing it from that left-right paradigm the way that that talk radio does it. Right. You know, where most of the the hosts are either very far to the right or very far to the left. Right. You know, most of them are very far to the right. And I grew up in this business, so I know what the trick is. And this is before talk radio was actually a political force in the 1980s. I would say that two-thirds of the conservative talk shows in America don't believe anything that they're saying. They're doing it solely to agitate so they can get phone calls. Right. There's a couple things that worry me about the future. This is, I'm getting to be an old man because it's like, I all of a sudden, you know, back in my day, we didn't have (laughs) Armenian girls having sex with black guys. You know, what? (laughs) What are they talking about? I don't know. And this is not against, you know, the uh, Republicans or conservative philosophy, because I, I happen to vote Republican more than I do Democrat, but I, I vote for both. Yeah. Uh, but I'm a centrist. I could yeah. see both sides, and I decide who's who's got the better idea at that moment right. that I think is going to be better for the future. It's not always the same thing. It's not always right. some sort of dogma. The left dogma doesn't make any sense to me, and no. most of the right stuff doesn't make any right. sense to me. Well, I've always said MSNBC and Fox News, neither of them are news channels. They're no, entertainment no, no. channels. Oh, and that's, it's all entertainment. But people perceive it because they put the labeled news on it and presented like news. Right. And it's like, no, it's just talking points. The Federal Trade Commission should do something about that. It is completely entertaining. And I've worked in cable news. Yeah. And I use that term loosely. Yeah, uh, yeah. I worked with Glenn Beck. I know. Do you think God. that Glenn Beck oh my gosh. has any... I was his fill-in when he was at CNN. Yeah. To bring this around full circle, he was a morning DJ in Phoenix. Okay. Yeah. Glenn yeah. is a showman. I mean, he's he, he didn't get in this for the right. politics of it. Right, right. Yeah. I think Rush truly believes what he says. 
Really? I do. I yeah. always thought of him as more of an entertainer uh-uh. than anything. No, oh. I think he really believes it. Mm. And he's very he's entertaining at doing it. He's yeah. very entertaining at doing and it. And he could do it without calls. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. But that's yeah. the point. Yeah. That's what very saying. few guys can do that. Right. There's everybody in conservative talk radio has a first and last name. That's just like the same thing. Hugh Hewitt. <laughs> and uh, like Lou Lewis. And there's guys, I mean, there, literally, there are guys that, you know, Tom Thompson. It's like, really? You think we're that stupid that we can't remember your name? That you have to name yourself twice? <laughs> Assholes. Radio Misfits. Get more. Lausano and Friends. Lausano. Now on Lausano.com. Good luck trying to spell. Lausano, or whatever it's called. Is this over? Yes.